Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. The Stylist Diaries is your source for hair, beauty, branding, and everything in between. I'm your host, Heather DeKline, a licensed hairstylist and makeup artist in Calgary, Alberta, with a passion for sharing stories and collaboration. Now, let's take a look inside The Stylist Diaries. If you've been listening this long, thanks for keeping up with The Stylist Diaries podcast. My name is Heather DeKline. I'm a Red Seal hairstylist and certified MUA makeup artist residing in Calgary, Alberta. I started this podcast during the COVID-19 pandemic because I had been laid off and I always wanted to start a podcast. Since then, I have been learning about podcasting and making new episodes every week. This episode is the special 20th episode of the podcast, and I wanted to invite some special ladies to join me in conversation. They are Victoria McBean, Stephanie Fiore, and Lauren Siegel. These girls are the talented stylists I work with behind the chair at Salon Bowie. In this episode, we talk about the journey that stylists and clients go through to achieve hair goals with a lot of belly laughs along the way. This episode is sponsored by me. (laughs) Have you visited the Stylist Diaries online store yet? Head to thestylistdiaries.com to shop select jewelry from local Calgary designer AH Designs DIY, Stylist Diaries merch, and custom qualities apparel. Thanks for listening and happy shopping. Hey listeners, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Vintage shopping can be stress-free. No more sorting through smelly boxes or trying to find the diamonds in the rough at Goodwill. Maisie Dotes Co. is so easy. That's Maisie, Daisy with an M, Dotes, Goats with a D. They have everything vintage, uniquely curated, with every era in mind. Whether you're a fan of 1920s Art Deco or an established mid-century modern enthusiast, Chic lives at Maisie Dotes, and Chic can come home with you. Just go to the Maisie Dotes Instagram page. That's Maisie, Daisy with an M, Dotes, Goats with a D on Instagram to discover this season's selections. And the best part is, if you mention this ad, you will get 10% off your order. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the special 20th episode of The Stylist Diaries. When I started this podcast, I had no idea how long I would keep it up for. And here we are, still making amazing episodes for you. Today I am joined by my salon girls, Victoria McBean, Stephanie Fiore, and Lauren Siegel for a special 20th episode you're sure to enjoy. Welcome to the 20th episode. Hi, girls. Hi. (laughs) I have a feeling this episode is going to be quite a lot of fun, so for everyone enjoying. (laughs) So to start off, I want to get to know each of you, so... Um, I think what we'll do is play like a little game and we'll just ask questions and then all of us will answer. Okay. Okay, cool. The first question is, how are you today? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm pretty good too. Feeling great. Yeah, I'm also feeling great. Ready to podcast. Beautiful day. Ready to pod. Okay. (laughs) Are you from Calgary? No, I was born in Vancouver, and but I'm basically Calgarian and been here since I was like eight years old. So oh, yeah. you're basically, I'm basically. like that too. Yeah. I I was born in Yellowknife, and I've which been is here crazy since '92. So it's home. Such a cool and random place to be born. Lauren, Seth, what about you guys? I was born in Montreal, but I grew up in Vancouver. Moved to Calgary two years ago. I'm born and raised Calgarian. Been here my whole life. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're all kind of like a little mix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <a> mixture. <laughs> yeah. 
So for those of us from Calgary, where did you grow up in Calgary? And for Lauren, where did you grow up? So for me in Vancouver, I grew up in Richmond. Oh. That, that's where the airport is. <laughs> no one else knows where Richmond is. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that's cool. I've never been there. Yeah. <laughs> You're not missing too much. <laughs> what about Calgary girls? Um, I grew up in like Northwest Calgary and like Huntington Hills and Bennington. Nice. Yeah. I was a South girl my whole life here. So like Canyon Meadows, basically, I want to say. And then like little spurts like Copperfield, Douglasdale, but yeah, the deep South. Okay. Mm. I'm I'm also in Northwest Calgary. Ranch lands. Wind. Represent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe we can go around the group and just kind of say like how long we've been doing this. Steph wants to start. <laughs> um, I've been doing hair for seven years. Amazing. Yeah. Yay. I've been doing hair for two years now. Thank <laughs> <laughs> so you. That's amazing. I'll tell you. And Vic? Hmm. I have been doing hair. Sorry for the chili chicken in my mouth. <laughs> Long timing. Also, we're like hanging out, eating snacks, and eating having snacks, drinks, having drinks. <laughs> um, I've been doing hair for ten years, and as of July, and I've been doing hair for five. Yay! In January, I guess it would be. Um, okay, we'll, we'll go around again and say what we love about doing hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love making people feel good, and I mean, I think that's kind of the base of like what all stylists like doing about like doing hair. Because, like, yes, we're being creative and we're, like, being artistic, but at the, like, the end of the day, it's just making people feel better than, like, mm-hmm. how they did when they walked in. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, honestly, I don't even think I could tweet that. That's exactly how I feel, too. <laughs> and I just love, uh, we're so lucky to have this group of empowering women that we yeah. work with, and that just mm-hmm. makes it so much better, too, because you actually love going to work. Like we're we yeah. all miss each other when we're not. We're we are true. borderline <laughs> stalkers of each other. <laughs> really? Like um, we, we okay. text each other in the mornings before we're how's everyone tonight? Twenty Can minutes after we're done our shift. Yeah, like, so how's nice everyone? Guys. <laughs> yeah. how is, how what are you having for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. Nick, what do you love about doing Um, I guess kind of the same thing. I love the personal connection. I think with myself. Mm-hmm. is like just having a group of again like mostly mostly women um that you can learn from as like a younger stylist and as like I'm getting older in this industry too influencing younger girls that might even want to get into the hair industry but mm. just like your connection with people in general is pretty amazing yeah I have to agree I think one of the things that I love the most about doing hair is like the ability to be like artistic and creative in a job and then also connect with mm-hmm. so many amazing people. So yeah. we really do have a special, yeah. special job. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> okay, moving away from hair, let's go around the circle again and say um, <laughs> one talent that you wish you had. Um, so good. <laughs> mine was really random and I just thought about it like 10 minutes ago, but I think that it would be cool to know how to ride a unicycle. <laughs> oh, that would be really cool. <laughs> Honestly, you should learn. I would like like that. We should all learn how to unicycle. Start going around and like, on our unicycles. Like, linked arms. Too many. How I wish I was a better singer. Maybe oh. the people around me because I sing all the time and <laughs> my voice is not anything special. for the karaoke night. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Beck? 
Um, I would love to learn how to like stadium whistle. You know, when people oh, are freaking oh epic. But when you put your fingers in your mouth and these people just like let out these crazy, I always like girls and guys, anytime somebody does it, I'm like 10% more attracted to them. Yeah. Like I'm like, that's awesome. That's a skill I want to perfect. Oh my god, cool. That actually would that's be really so cool. Sweet skill I love that. that. I was gonna say I wish I could fly, but I feel like that's not a talent that like anyone really has. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be I feel like it would be really cool and very convenient. That would be the best. It, would be so it makes you feel better. Nobody has that talent. <laughs> evil can be fire too. Yeah. All right, what's everyone's favorite color? Tobacco um, yellow. Oh, oh. Nicotine yellow. No. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, it is. <laughs> Mine's Very burnt specific. orange or like terracotta. Yeah. Yes. 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 My favorite color is periwinkle. Ooh, these are very all like specific. Yeah. She I mean, we're Silas, so yeah, we have very specific colors <laughs> in our minds. <laughs> I like the burgundy from Forest Green. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Honestly, my closet is mainly just black. So yeah, I think <laughs> all the same. It's like all gray. Black is yeah. definitely a color too. Oh, like, for sure. It's black and yeah. 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 Okay, what's everyone's favorite food? Oof. That's a hard one. French fries, fries. <laughs> yes. which I happen to have in my like, hands right now. <laughs> oh yeah, pasta, mm -hmm. good sauce. Mine, like I'm either in the mood for like yeah pasta or like sushi is like mm. another go-to. That's, that's always like my top two is like okay, am I either gonna pick sushi or yeah. pasta? Yeah, yeah. Mine is like food from Joey's or pizza. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I need to order a of Joey's and her Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Heather goes to the bathroom. So what do you guys want to order today, girls? <laughs> I know. I'm like Mike and I are committed to trying every pizza in the city. Good. Yeah, we will actually Ooh. know what is the best. Pizza. What's your kind of top tender right now? Una's king. Yeah. Una's yeah. Una will always be king. For have me. you been to yeah. Costa? I have. It's really good. I liked it more than Mike did, I think. Mm. But I still just every time I get Una, I'm yeah. like, prick. There's just something special that they do. I don't know. Yeah. Made with love. Mm -hmm. Made with yeah. love. Yeah. It is. Okay, what's everyone's favorite beauty product? Mm. Um, I've been using, it's from the place I've been getting my laser done lately at. It's called Rejuve and it's an SPF actually. That's like a tinted moisturizer mm. and it has like SPF 36 in it Ooh, and I love nice. it. And then I load it on and then I put like my foundation on top of it too. So I'm getting like double the SPF on my mm. face, which is like super great. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Mine is a little more general. I just, I love highlighter. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, I love highlighter. And I kind of, yeah, that's just my go-to. I can yeah. put nothing on my face, but just have a little bit of highlighter and I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice little Yeah. Little I really <laughs> fell in love with that um, Senna brow pencil, but also the brow oh, yeah. gel yes. too is really good. Yeah. So I feel like that and super fan mascara from Smashbox. That's, like, I have both of those on my face right now. Yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> on my face. I was like, oh yeah. My favorite product right now has been, um, it's called High Beam from Benefit, and it's like a liquid highlighter, so Ooh, I'll see it here, but I have it on right now. Oh, Gorgeous. It's the only thing that's on my face. Gleaming. Some eyebrows, and like, I, yeah. You've got that like sun best. glow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one, actually, it might be a kind of a harder question, but what is everyone's favorite hair product? Like, do you have Oof, only that is one? one? Oh, I know mine. I know mine, too. Olaplex oh. number six. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> That saved my hair. Yeah. Yeah. I think dry shampoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It's the one that I can't live without, for sure. Yeah. Dry yeah. shampoo. Like, if I had to take one product with me to, like, an island, yeah. 
it would be dry shampoo, probably the water killer by Evo. Yeah. Because it's really it good. so good. Yeah. Mine's mm. Happy Camper. <clears throat> yeah, Happy Camper. It's just like all around for like every hair type, my hair type. It's honestly saved my hair. I yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I have all of those products at home, so I'd have yeah. to agree with everyone. All great products. It would be hard if you had to choose just one product yeah. to live with like forever. Like, impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Um, okay, <laughs> how would everyone describe their personal style? Oh, uh, very <laughs> casual. I've been told by this group of girls that it's very girl Lauren, next door. Lauren's is very casual. I'm like, it's girl next door. It's like cute, yeah. but also like sexy. Yeah, also, totally. Like, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, 1995. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Totally. It works. <laughs> yeah. You look great. Absolutely. She's like, yeah. I don't know. I like to be comfortable. That's yeah. like, I like to be comfortable and casual, but I also like looking professional. Yes. Yeah. And you honestly, you do that very well. Yeah. Like I find that one day you'll come in and be like super put together and like classic, and then the next day you'll just be like rocker grunge. Or oh my gosh, like, yes. Mix That's it another together. wash day. That yeah. is such a good description. It's literally <laughs> like Wednesday she comes in and she looks like super fresh. When the hair is clean. Yeah. And then she's like satin like skirt. Yeah. The hair is clean and glistening. Yeah. So it's like, or she got dry shampoo in there. <laughs> yeah, like the yeah, just feel it. The 90s grunge is definitely like day five. For yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you girls? Um, I don't know. I'd probably say definitely like beachy hippie for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's probably yeah. my vibe. I, I get that. Yeah, I get that definitely. Too. I feel like I don't really have like a specific style, but I would like to think that it's more on like the grungy side. I would say you're like rocker. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. but then there's other days where like I'll wear like a floral dress and I'm like, I'm so like girly and totally. that kind of thing too <laughs> but you could always so, wear like a pair of like combat boots with totally yeah, yeah, yeah like and that kind of makes it yeah, a little yeah, bit more edgy. a good sneaker game oh, oh yeah you do have a good sneaker game <laughs> I'm walking your sneaker yeah you did <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh, yeah okay <laughs> if you could raid any celebrity's closet who would it be so I Kravitz mine would Not be Stevie Stevie Nicks yeah I would say Olsen twins yeah or Sienna Miller Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I actually do feel ironically enough. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> like, in the 90s, like when she was in Friends. Yeah. I love all of that. Oh, totally. yeah. And totally, I, yeah. I totally would wear all of that now. Totally. <laughs> I can so see that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, now that we've gotten to know everybody, um, today we're going to talk about hair, I guess, like kind of fall trends and then answer some questions that people have sent us. So we're just kind of really hanging out. Um, I don't know, having snacks and drinks. Yeah. So uh, I guess moving into hair, I know one thing that we were going to talk about was uh, the chunky highlights. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the fat, yeah. Mm-hmm. How's everyone feeling about the chunk? It's growing <laughs> on me. It, honestly, yeah. I think it's good because it's like a look, it's a statement, and like people are being like a little bit more like courageous mm-hmm. with what they want. The only thing is that like it kind of takes the whole like – no lived in natural yeah. thing away which is like <laughs> the vibe right now so I think if people want like the one big highlight in the front that's okay but doing chunky highlights everywhere like you're going to be in the salon a lot more often yeah. than your balayage yeah which I've seen a few people do like celebrities are kind of like starting to follow yeah. that trend and I'm like I've seen so yeah lots of like been, people on Instagram popping up that I never would like yeah. think would yeah. do it are doing like back it. to yeah. like the five highlights totally yeah, like back to that yeah. yeah or like the big block of highlights yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I like that but like 
She's going to grow up just like a bleach in tone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One thing I don't mind about that trend right now is that a lot of people are making it like modern because back when we were doing that, it was like not toned Mm -hmm. and it was was like yellow. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, oh, whoops. Like mom put some highlights in my hair at home and now I've got this huge chunk in the front. Let's see. Like Gwen Stefani, no doubt yellow. Totally. But now you can have a little bit more like modern fun with it. Like make it actually like pretty mm-hmm. rather yeah, than yeah. like this huge like yellow chunk <laughs> yeah you can make it like a good blonde chunk totally <laughs> like an ashy blonde, blonde. An ashy blonde, blonde chunk. chunk yeah, yeah. yeah totally. totally my man chunk is there anything else you guys are seeing for trends like i know trunks was a big one i, I feel know. like for cuts the shag is like really coming back oh yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't seen that a lot i've done i have had like so many clients in the last like six months or so asked me for like not necessarily like a mullet shag like a really intense one but just like way more layers (laughs) (laughs) i have not had that yet (laughs) i've had a lot of blunt one length that's it (laughs) but you know what yeah you kind of like you attract your own vibe though too right so yeah. I feel like that's not surprising to me that you have a lot of clients wanting just like one yeah. length because your hair yeah. is always very like sleek and yeah. like kind yeah. of like put together, whereas mine's always like a fluffy curly <laughs> layer of mess. So I like maybe my clients yeah. are like, oh, <laughs> has anyone yeah. cut a mullet here recently? No, no, no mullet. I've kind of yeah. seen like some of them popping around. I've only mm-hmm. ever cut one mullet in my entire career. I've never. And that was like mullet. two years ago, and it took me like a really long time because it was actually kind of complicated. It is complicated. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have done it too. Haircuts, right? It's two yeah. different haircuts, and you have to try and find like a happy medium in between to like make it work together and connect. <laughs> So it just doesn't Weird. look crazy, but I remember years ago, like I was probably around 18, all the soccer boys were getting like mullets. Yeah. So I remember having to do it on a few guys and it was really hard. Yeah. Like actually you don't think you're like, oh, like it's just like such an easy cut. But when you actually get into like doing the it. lines of it, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the texture. And well, it's, it's not natural. Like, overcut too, where it's like shaved in here and then the yeah. hair like falls over the line it's of a pretty yeah. specific cut for it sure is. yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty specific look I feel yeah. like I'd kind of freak out if I had a mullet like I would I don't know if I could <laughs> <laughs> dude honestly though I could kind of see really what's the uh like Cindy Lauper vibes yeah, yeah. okay well, yeah. you're definitely more adventurous too I think with your hair than the rest of <laughs> yeah, us yeah for sure right now I am right we'll now see. yeah we'll see yeah. how long you're it was it. it's funny because like switching to fashion color like I hadn't really done it before and I was like okay well we'll just do it and it is like it does take some getting used to for sure mm-hmm. You rock it though. I yeah, like it a lot. Totally. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. The rose gold that you've done too. It looks yeah, so, so, so pretty. pretty. Oh, I love mm-hmm. these guys. Yeah, yeah I like them. I like rose gold. I feel like it's like a good yeah. yeah. It's a good um fashion color. Well when it fades out, it probably just fades like to a warm blonde. Yeah. Like yeah. a strawberry warm blonde. Yeah. 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 I did it with um Pulp Riot, Cleopatra. And that's the Pulp Riot girl, but she was like, can you tell it's so much better than the Joyco? Yeah. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Joyco, but... Love your clothes. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, the Pulp Riot was really nice. I was really, like, impressed with it. Nice. Yeah, it's a great product. Yeah. I don't know. What else, what else hair things do you guys think? Like trends? Yeah, trends are, like, mm-hmm. things that people should know. I feel like just, yeah, like maintenance, if they're wanting something a little bit more on the like edgy 
modern slash old school vibes when it comes to like wanting chunky highlights or like the chunk in the front that as it grows out, it's definitely going to be like weighing on you a little bit. You're going to want to get it done like every six to eight weeks. I You're feel not like. going to be able to go six months like you can with a balayage yeah. or something like that yeah. without getting any other highlighting. Unless yeah. You're not so yeah. Shitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a fan, not a huge fan of the chunky highlights, but yeah. I can get behind a little bit more of a chunkier money piece. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I still, I like it looking a little bit softer for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's still people that are like on the fence about the money piece. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Even yeah. the money piece itself. itself. Totally. Like the Chris, yeah. Chris Weber look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed with it, but I yeah. feel like for some people, they like the look of it, but on them, they like don't necessarily want that like really bold. That, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Some like people high can rock it by contrasting. Yeah. yeah. If you can, go for it. Yeah. I what think, do you, yeah. Some people will say they want more blended. And yeah. It's like, okay, just do like some weeds. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys think perms are going to come back? Oh, let's talk about perms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I am honestly, if perms come back, I'm scared because honestly, like, the thing with perms is that they were popular before when like coloring hair wasn't as popular mm-hmm. and wasn't as like mainstream and normal for everyone. So people are going to want to get into perming their hair. They're going to have to choose, honestly, like at a certain point, like it's not like you can perm and like color no. someone's mm-hmm. hair all the time. Yeah. So if you want to perm, sorry, but you have to have like virgin hair or like, yeah. like very mm-hmm. low colored hair. Like, and I think that people think that the perm is going to give them that like loose like textured beachy way, way. Yeah, like, no. but like honestly no. you're better off with a curling iron and salty dog exactly. Exactly. I yeah. did that when I was 14 what? I was like I want Olsen twin hair because they oh. always had <laughs> this like crazy awesome beachy wave and I was like frick yeah so I was like I'm just gonna go get a perm yeah and they used the biggest rods they could on me and it was like the worst decision of my life because it was so curly yeah. and then I literally flat ironed it like every single day after yeah. that. So you just like fried your yeah, hair. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, mean, I just got perm too. So it's like super dead. Maybe we should talk about products because I feel like you can achieve way more mm-hmm. of these looks that you're trying to get yeah, just with, with just, yeah, just with products. Liquid sure. rollers. Yeah. And the salty dog. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I would tell anybody. Yeah. That's I think that's it. It's like educating clients about yeah, how to style their yeah. hair if that's a specific look that they're looking for before investing the time and money into like chemically processing your hair. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And that's and like some people just don't know what to expect out of doing that. Like they no. or have this vision that's just not accurate to what. Well, Kate, can you imagine to a perm nowadays pricing? Mm-hmm. That would be really mm-hmm. expensive. I feel like too because it's a long service it takes us, it's very tedious work and it's not fun. Like I don't find doing a perm wrap fun. Um, I did see this, however, like a few years ago where people were French braiding their hair and perming it that way. Yeah. Mm. Putting perm solution onto Yeah, on the braid. Yeah. That makes way more sense. That would be a spiral perm. Yeah. That's the thing, like, and I feel like, because I was like, well, what about, you know, how, like, when you pull the hair back, and then when you put your hair down, you have the straight and then the curly. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, that might be, like, Maybe weird. Two yeah, but if you did, like, a few of them. Or if you did, like, like a rose. The rose rose rate. That'd be pretty. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's interesting, too, like, talking about perms, because it's actually, like, has been kind of brought into modern days, just, like, not on the hair on our head, because, mm-hmm. like, you perm your eyebrows, now you laminate them straight, yeah. you perm your eyelashes to give them, like, a lift, so, yeah. like, the products are still being used today, just in a very different way, so I wouldn't be surprised if, like, 
people started to like mess around with perming their hair again. I know it's like a bit of a trend for like younger boys. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. like the TikTok yeah. boys to like perm their like yeah. sloppy little hair yeah. and like have like the big thing right <laughs> like here. Yeah. I've seen perm on top. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it kind of already is back in some ways. It's just not as like mainstream in the salons yet so I don't know man <laughs> and I do feel like you made such a good point stuff by saying too that like nobody has virgin hair anymore no unless no. they made a perm that was safe for people with color treated hair to get done yeah no mm. and that's probably why my more boys are doing it yeah because none of them really have color treated hair, hair. Yeah. so yeah and I actually I do kind of like it on the boys so I think it looks freaking dope I mean, I it's <laughs> awesome for people who have really straight hair. If you want like a certain style, when you have like a shorter haircut as a guy and you want to style it a certain way, sometimes it just doesn't do it. Like you need the actual like definition and like texture to be mm. able to like achieve what the look is. So it's like it makes sense. It's just kind of crazy because like I feel like when I was in like high school, if you would have like asked any guy to get like a perm, they would not even like go near it. They my, would just laugh at you. My mom made my dad get a perm in the 80s. <laughs> I'm just having like a flashback to this conversation right now. He said he went to a hair salon because my mom was like, oh my god, like a perm will look so good on you. And my dad has like the thickest set of hair. And he left and he didn't really look at it because this guy, and he said he was like walking by a shop and he like saw his reflection in the window and he was like, what the F did I just do <laughs> my hair? He was like, no, like you gotta like wash this out right now. Like this is so time. bad. It's a permanent. Yeah, that's why they call it a perm. <laughs> that's there was a time where I was thinking that I was gonna try to get Mike to like grow his hair out long so that I could perm his hair for the government exam because I'm like, well, that's yeah. an easy, easy model. And luckily, I ended up finding a different model. Oh, man. But... Mike could rock a perm. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, he's got, Mike like, a little super bit of he could, yeah. he could rock that. He's got that. a good, like, alternative yeah. style. So yeah, when he listens to this, he's going to be like, what the heck? <laughs> 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 I'm planning Mike's next hair. He, but he can do it. His hair's color treated, though, too, because yeah, over true. quarantine, I was like, let's dye hair blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, he would look good, I feel like, with that haircut, too. Like, the perm that the boys are doing. I think he would, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you do either of you or any of you really feel comfortable doing perms right now or offering that as a service not I'm only nice. just because yeah. my skills are probably not up to date like the last time I did a perm wrap was when I did my exam for yeah. my license yeah. yeah which I mean I'd need like crazy. a little refresher yeah I, I'm the same so I actually um did have an inquiry for a perm and mm -hmm. I unfortunately turned it down only because it's been a year since I've actually done a perm yeah and before that I'd only done it for my exam so I just feel like there are stylists out there that mm -hmm. like have it as part of their skill set and are confident or at least do it all the time yeah. like currently 100%. Um, yeah. but I guess if it comes back maybe we'll have to do like a perm class I would honestly, if I could see a few versions of that braid perm, yeah, that would be, be so like, cool. yeah, I'd yeah. be like, so much easier that. to like braid the hair, totally. and it's just like curly. Like nowadays, too, when we do curl hair, we do make it look more like lived in and like messy dressy, yeah. messy dressy, so, <laughs> messy dressy. But like, we'll do like a few curls away from the face, and then one towards the face. And I feel like a perm wrap, it's all like one direction, so it's gonna be like. Mm -hmm. I mean, which could look good on some people if that's their thing too, but like, I feel like for the look that everyone thinks that they want, it's not necessarily the route to go. No. Might be better off styling. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about at home 
die jobs because okay has anyone else watched the brad mondo videos yeah my time went down a rabbit hole when he does that he's like oh my god what are you doing we went down a rabbit hole one night watching these videos and this one girl was like balayaging her hair with a brush so she like put the bleach and the 30 volume on the brush and like combs it in oh oh my god okay so when i was a younger stylist I wasn't exactly sure how to do guy lights. <laughs> so one time on like really short hair. So I took a comb and I dipped it in yeah. the lightener. And now this is like more of a balayage effect because it's still like not, it's not gonna be like your like platinum blonde on dark. Yeah. It's just not gonna lift it like that. But I did give it like a sun kiss look because you can't put a foil in a guy's hair. Mm-hmm. So well, hard, some, yeah. for the most part. The only way to do it is a cap. Yeah, I used to have a client at my last salon who like had cap highlights and it was interesting. Oh my gosh, just that's another one that like yeah. could come back. It could. I what saw a video the other day on Instagram of I've seen a lot of them on Instagram. Yeah, of the woman she was pulling it off the woman. It was supposed yeah. to be like a like a satisfaction thing because she just pulled and I was like that looks really painful. I think I watched the same one last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, She was like kind of yeah, chugging on it. Yeah, she's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> but it, but weirdly also satisfying. So watch it. I love watching it, but it looks oh like such a tedious process to have to pull oh, in and, and hair take out. everything out. Yeah, it yeah. was like thousands of hairs. It yeah, like. we it was practiced crazy. like using the cap on each other at hair school, and. I don't know if we did it like in class or if I just like did it with a friend one day. Anyways, I remember trying it just to like see if I could get the motion down. And like the amount of times you like accidentally get like poked in the head oh with a crochet hook and everything like that, oh, like yeah. it's so aggressive. Oh, <laughs> I have no experience with it at all. I've never it's like not, had it done. Or, honestly, you're probably okay. I've seen it in my textbook. Like, <laughs> like not have the um, it's just, bleed or what's I the think point it's of just it? meant. For people maybe that aren't as confident doing foils is that well, am it's I like wrong? i think it's meant for hair that's too short for foils but because they, that girl will have freaking hair down her oh yeah i don't know why people maybe that's an effect they're looking because like i could under chunky well my mom used to do it on me when i was in high school like in our kitchen and it was my it was my favorite look to be honest mm-hmm. on myself really for at home or whatever yeah but um yeah she used to show me all the time i don't remember it really hurting all that much but I could see how it could. And again, this was like 15 plus years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, we might see the perm. We might see the cap, chunky highlights, oh all of the stuff. I feel like when we're talking about all this, it's like all 90s revival totally yeah. stuff. And it's funny because like in 80s. a few years ago, I remember because I think I was talking to you about this too. And well, all of us were all around the same age and like born in like the 90s or 1990. And like, so we were really young through that whole decade. Like, we weren't really like, we weren't dressing gun grunge at the age of five. Like, it wasn't happening. So now it's kind of fun. Like, I remember being like, oh, the 90s, what a weird time for fashion that was. But I was totally looking at like things that I, like I, I wasn't actually looking at what the actual '90s fashion was, mm-hmm. and then now as it's progressed, and now I'm older and seeing what the actual '90s fashion was, I'm like totally into it. Like I think yeah. it's so cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Kinda. I feel like that's kind of how it always is though. Cause like yeah. in like the seventies, I'm sure they weren't like super hyper-focused on like what the style was. It's just like what people wore, mm-hmm. but now they look back and they're like the flared jeans, the permed hair, the fair faucet bangs, the shag, you know, like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like Heather, you have a pair of flared jeans, like people yeah. want oh, yeah. like they want shakes. Like it's all like, there's like a weird combination of yeah. like nineties yeah. and, 70s right it now. is it's a 90s yeah. it's like the like those 30 years 70s 80s 90s yeah. have all just been like messed into like one, one style yeah. and I feel like another one I'm getting a lot is like the Brigitte Bardot bang like mm-hmm. the curtain bang a lot mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's yeah I, that's <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, one of my clients actually she gets very uh, it's hard to explain I can't think of like an actress with it from the 90s but um I'm like, maybe Nev Campbell, Campbell, I can't remember, but she wants, like, she always gets very, like, sh- like, shorter, not, like, super short, not, like, Courtney yeah. Cox and Scream short, but, like, edgy, feathered, shorter bangs. Yeah, like a little micro fringe. Yeah, yeah, but they look so good on her. I love those. They're yeah. so cute. Yeah, she looks amazing with it. Certainly and she's, like, brunette, too. Yeah. yeah. It just looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Some people one. are just meant for bang. Totally, yeah, they really yeah. are. And some people just really are aren't. Are not, <laughs> including myself. Totally. <laughs> I had curtain bangs when I had like a short blonde bob, and it was really fun. Yeah, that was that very like Goldie Hawny vibes. Yeah. But I'm I'm good to be where I'm at right now. <laughs> I remember being like a little kid. Well, not little, I guess, but a kid in the '90s, and thinking that like the older girls, like the teenagers and like mm-hmm. the young adults, dressed so cool and like loved all their style and stuff so it's kind of fun now that it's like come back but I'm like oh yeah it's so true yeah (laughs) I'm an adult now um okay so I think we'll probably jump into answering some of the questions um that our followers sent us um but maybe before we do that if you guys just want to like go around and just say like where um anyone can find you like on Instagram or whatever and then we can jump into those questions cool Um, my handle on Instagram is at Stephanie Fiore. It's just my name. It's pretty basic. It's my personal and business account. So you can find me on there on Instagram. That's basically the only like social media that I actually use. I don't really use Facebook or anything else like Snapchat or TikTok or because I'm too old for that now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My Instagram handle is at Laura Michelle Hare. Lord. Also, my hair, my my name. <laughs> <laughs> <And> hair. <laughs> yeah, actually, we all look kind of similar. Yeah, so no mine, one's like, yeah. <laughs> mine's Victoria at MCB, and mine's um, at Heather DK underscore. And I have not been able to think of anything more clever than that. I know, me so. too. <laughs> I actually was. It's funny you say that. Like the other day, I was really thinking of anything that I could make. No, no, I'm to like Heather DK hair. hair. Yeah. I'm like, I was gonna change it because my last name's McBean, so I was like, "How do I make McBean cute? Like, how do I make it like McBean doing hair or something?" McBean doing hair. That's perfect. McBean doing hair. Oh man. Hair by Bean. Hair by Bean. Oh my god. Legumes. Legume hair. Big McBean legume. Making an Instagram handle is so hard, and like, there's just so many like hair by. Um, I don't know, Chrissy, yeah, or like, <laughs> hair by, hair by, here. insert your name here, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to be hair by Heather, that's so boring. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, don't insult yourself like that. 
<laughs> Mine's not even hair. It's just no, Victoria. it's just my name. We're all. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. You're, and yours has hair. hair. Mine has hair. I should put hair in mine. Maybe I should delete hair. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the same as your actual one. No, my other one. Is, oh yeah, no. My first <laughs> one doesn't have Michelle in it. Oh yeah, Michelle. <laughs> That's right. Okay, let's move on to these questions. So, um, one of the questions I have here, I think this is a really good question, but how can certain med- medications affect your hair and like your outcome when it comes to coloring? Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. It's a great question. I don't even know if I fully know the answer. So there's I'll throw it to you guys. <laughs> there's definitely a there's a positive actually that can come from medications, and then there's a negative. I think more people are aware of the negative side of medications, like Accutane or any um, high intensity acne treatment medication. It has um, isotretinoin in it, which is an ingredient found in those um, heavy duty medications. And what it does is it actually forces your hair into the telogen phase. Mm -hmm. What telogen phase is, is basically where your hair is either like stagnant or falling out. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. And so therefore Mm -hmm. it weakens your actual hair cuticle. So when you are on these types of medications, when you go to get your hair done, that's why it can potentially be detrimental to the lifespan of your hair or break it or whatever. If you're finding like you have excess dryness or I've heard of reactions happening with bleach on people's hair, it's because of that um, ingredient in those medications that are affecting your hair. So that is totally a thing. I don't think every single person is um, affected by it, but definitely if you are mm-hmm. on those medications, it's best to probably just leave your hair alone or do yeah. like a strand test. Um, does it increase your por- porosity? I would think so. Yeah. Because it just like, yeah, all the moisture, like when you're on Accutane and things like that, all of the moisture is like really just like stripped from, like it just dries yeah. the heck out of you. So your skin, your nails, your hair, That's everything why it works. just kind of like literally zaps all the moisture. And so like, it can make the hair a lot more prone to breakage or like sensitive to scalp yeah. when you're getting color totally. treatments. I know too, um, I have a friend who has like an autoimmune disease and when she, before she was diagnosed and she knew it was going on, she was like losing hair like crazy and it was a side effect like from her autoimmune. So like once she went on medication, it actually like helped her hair to like come back yeah. to like a place where it was like healthy and staying attached to her head and that kind of thing too. But again, like I know another person who is on medication for a different autoimmune and it made their hair like very like dry and coarse and like more prone to falling out and to balding. And so it's kind of like it can be affected in literally so many different ways. It's crazy. It can go either way. Yeah. Yeah. So is it important then as like the stylist to, um, I guess like as a client to mention it to your stylist or as a stylist to get that information from your client and let them know? I mean, I think, like, it's one of those things where, like, you're not going to have to ask every single person yeah. in the consultation, like, if they're on medication, because mm-hmm. that's kind it's of, like, a it's invasive. Yeah, yeah, it's a very personal question. Yeah. So, like, if, as a client, you go to a new stylist and you have noticed these issues with your hair in the past, or you're wondering why your hair is acting a certain way, one of the first questions I'm going to ask is, are you on any mm-hmm. medication? But that's because you've already opened up that door. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, like, yeah, as a client, it's important to kind of, like, bring it up or ask any questions if you have them and then anytime I notice even like if my client's hair feels weird or like I can notice like a difference in their hair scalp I'll definitely bring it up Mm -hmm. but you just have to do it in a way where you're not trying to diagnose them Mm -hmm. because we're not doctors at the end of the day we just do hair so we can like recommend that they kind of like look further into it if that's the case and like I'll add to that too for example if I do have a client that's finding their hair is thinning out all of a sudden 
for me, a few years ago, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism Mm -hmm. and I had really fine, brittle hair, finer than I have now. And my doctor tested me and it's like 10% of the population in Canada has hypothyroidism and 50% isn't diagnosed. Mm -hmm. So if you're finding that you are having these issues and if your stylist kind of, and honestly, you should bring it up to your stylist because I sometimes find I'm uncomfortable if I'm looking at somebody's hair. I don't want to be like, have you been finding that you're losing your hair? Like if I'm noticing, I don't really want to say it. Yeah, totally. So if you are finding sometimes it can be you have to be on medication to make your hair healthy again because that is a yeah. huge side effect of like hyper or hypothyroidism too yeah. in women and men. Yeah. yeah. And I think kind of like continuing on the uh, hair loss train, um, I also got a question about postpartum hair loss mm-hmm. too, which I know like mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, I feel like if someone's experiencing postpartum hair loss and they're sitting in your chair, they tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because they're concerned about totally. it. I think like you just have to remind the people that are going through that is like normally when you're on when you're pregnant and you're taking like the prenatal vitamins and all that kind of stuff, your hair is actually like way healthier and way thicker and way all of these things during that period. And then when you go off of the medication, your hormones are going through like this crazy like roller coaster. And so once you're not taking those medications anymore, or those like vitamins, basically your hair is not going to like stay that way. Like all the hair that you kind of gain during that time is going to come out. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of go through a phase where you have all these like crazy baby hairs and that kind of thing, but like it usually is temporary. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. that's like something that you just have to keep in mind is like, this isn't just your hair yeah. now. It's going to come back. You're going to go through a phase of like all these little like teen rebellious little hairs. Baby hairs. Yes. But then <laughs> once they like get long enough to calm down, it will happen. <laughs> and you can take biotin when you're breastfeeding. Yeah. So that's safe if you are, and for those of people that don't know what biotin is, it's a hair and nails and skin vitamin. Vitamin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just a vitamin. I think that's why it's safe for people to like breastfeeding that they can take it. Yeah. But it does, I've noticed some clients really find that it kind of like really helps grow their hair and make it thicker and healthier. Mm-hmm. So that's also something if you're finding that you're getting a lot of hair loss postpartum, that's a good little mm-hmm. vitamin you can take. Also, I think just being careful of how much you're damaging your hair. So, like, if you're really concerned about postpartum hair loss, maybe a bleach and tone or a full head of highlights is, is like, not the right idea. Yeah. Um, But maybe that could be an idea down the road. Yeah, totally. So, thinking about stuff like that, too. Okay, next question. How do I blend out my grays? Ooh. Gray blending. Gray blending. It's a process. Yeah. I tell all my clients, like, when we're about to kind of, like, start to change their hair in any drastic way that like we're going on a journey together and like (laughs) it's not gonna happen overnight it's more of like a road trip and we're gonna get there slowly it's not like an overnight red eye flight (laughs) we're gonna gonna take our time we're gonna like put some like mixing some some spike along along the way (laughs) (laughs) it's literally and like some Fleetwood Mac yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) we're gonna listen to some good music to get us through it but yeah it's like there's gonna be phases and there's gonna be parts of it that you don't love but like the end goal is always what's kept in mind which kind of helps you get there and I think that's the best way to do it just like slowly because that way you don't destroy the hair and yeah they can kind of like gracefully slowly start to see the grays come in instead of just like all of a sudden okay grow out your hair and I'll see you in a year you know like that's awful yeah you don't ever want to see that line growing down your head so trusting the process yeah. Usually that's the answer for everything. Lots of baby lights, <laughs> lots yes. of yes. going blonde, <laughs> going blonde. Test the process. Even just even sometimes blonde going brunette with fills and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just as hard sometimes to go brunette. 
You never want to steer anyone in the wrong direction. So, like, there's always a method to why we do things the way they they happen. And, I mean, obviously, we book people for a certain amount of time. So, whatever, I think most of us are around, like, the three-hour, three, four-hour mark for um, highlights and cuts. So, like, kind of get what you can in that time. If I mean, by all means, if you want to reserve me for a day and do, like, a massive Mm -hmm. color correction, Mm -hmm. you can do that. But... Mm -hmm it will be a lot more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> There's a time yeah. and a place yeah. for like those five hour appointments, yeah. you know, yeah. like when, like for instance, I did one like a week ago and she had completely virgin hair, had never colored her hair before and she wanted to go platinum and we're like with like a little shadow root. And I was like, I could like slowly highlight her hair, but then I would like have to do like the most tedious highlights later to pick out the stuff that I hadn't mm-hmm. gotten yet. And I was like, okay, if you're comfortable with this like bracket of like price, this kind of like ballpark that I gave her and you're okay with like giving me like five or six hours and like bringing some snacks and hanging out with me for the day I'd just rather like do it yeah and it looks bomb yeah, yeah sometimes so there's good. like a place where you just have to do it and like kind of bite the bullet and be like yeah. hey that's gonna be basically my whole day mm-hmm. and I think I did like two yeah. other haircuts that day yeah that was it <laughs> book in for consultations if this is ever something that totally. you worry about because if it means that we can spend a little bit more time with you in one day yeah and we can achieve what you're looking for but you understand that that means it's going to be a longer service and more expensive we can kind of accommodate the right time for you in the schedule mm-hmm. yeah. rather than coming in booking a highlight and then wanting to do a full-on color correction that day when there only is three hours that we have mm-hmm. so that's where those consultations really come in handy i think and that's when we can talk about the road trip you're about to take. <laughs> that's a good analogy. Yeah, it's it, a great yeah. analogy. <laughs> I literally yeah. use it all the time. I'm surprised. Yeah, so going on a road trip. Talk that's about that's, that's, that's right. Going on a road trip. Actually, Lauren, you kind of like perfectly fed that into the last question that I have, which is I'm new to the salon and I don't know what service to book for. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if this speaks for everybody, but I would say book for a consultation if you've never been to our salon you've never met any of our stylists before yeah um it's the best way to like um have a conversation get to know the person who's doing your hair and yeah. plan out for the road trip or mm-hmm. book for the longest amount of time possible so mm-hmm. like a hair paint haircut or something yeah well and for us too like when there is a hair color booked which is just like a root retouch most of the time and that's what they're booked in for. And then you guys come in and wanting, actually wanting like a highlight or a balayage. It sucks for us too, because like we want to be able to like yeah, do absolutely. that for you. Oh, hell yeah. We yeah. want to do that. You know, so service. it's hard to say no, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just genuinely like we just can't do it. And yeah. it's not because we just don't feel like it. It's because it, we just, you know, we don't Literally have the time booked. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it sucks for everyone. Yeah. Some- the color services are always always shorter and that's mm-hmm. because we're assuming you're coming in for the root touch-up mm-hmm. or a, a solid color all over mm-hmm. um if that's not sometimes i think people will see a time slot in available and they'll think okay i want highlights but that's not showing up in the time slot yeah but then they see a color service and they're like hey what wait a minute highlights are color yeah. so i could definitely swing this yeah and then unfortunately what will happen and it happens not all the time anymore because i think a lot of people have kind of gotten to know how it works but you come in, you want your highlights, and we were just saying exactly what Vic mm-hmm. just said, which is like, we would like to, but we don't have the time for it. And yeah. and it's not fun for us either. We hate sending people away like that if yeah. they're not getting what they want, 
or we'll try to do it because we hate not accommodating you and then we get pushed back or whatever it might be. So also our receptionists are really great for this. They mostly know kind of what service you're going to be looking for. So if you call in and you say, okay, I kind of want our highlights, but I also need some gray blending or whatever. Most of the time the receptionist can help you figure that out. But if not, just book in for a consultation like we mentioned. Yeah, I think that's Mm -hmm. the best way to go. And truly I like to kind of get to know people and, Mm -hmm. and find out like what they have been doing and what they want to do and how yeah. we can make it happen. So. Yeah, totally. We want you to get there just as much as you do yeah. at the end of the day. How can we have fair, your best I think we also, like, it's fine to, like, send an Instagram message for me anyway, specifically, because, like, only when you're, like, hey, this is kind mm-hmm. of what I want. What do I book it as? I'm yes. just, like, confused whether it needs to be a highlight or a color yeah. or a balayage. Like, but that's kind of a, as far as it will go, like, for Instagram DMs for me. Yeah, because yeah. like other anything more than that like especially if I haven't done your hair before I need to be able to like see your hair to like know sometimes yeah, too totally. and like totally. to give you like a price quote or a time quote or something like just for you to know like how long am I going to be there how much is this going to cost yeah. uh, how many sessions is it going to take for yeah. me to get from my color to this color I won't know until I actually have your hair in my hands and I can actually yeah. like see what's going on yeah because some people too have very coarse texture and you can't see that in a photo Mm -hmm. and I find people that have really coarse texture their hair doesn't lift as well Mm -hmm. because of the medulla and also it doesn't tone as fast it just needs more time you need to know exactly that's why I I like to see and touch Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and pictures can be deceiving too because then we're you know it's hard for us to go off of what we're seeing in a picture when the lighting could be different oh, or whatever totally. else it is and then you might be expecting us to give a quote but then you come in and we see that your hair is actually totally different than what it looked like in that photo and that quote tends to yeah. change yeah <laughs> and, and often so. too like the starting price like I can you can get this information on our website and I can give somebody that information in a dm but it's never going to be the starting price mm-hmm. that's just the starting price yes. but it always goes up from there yeah, when it so. texts you that little number, don't yeah. expect that little number. <laughs> yeah. So I like to I like to give that information in person, and then I can be like, you know what, your maximum, the highest price you could pay is this, and work yeah. backward rather than yeah. this is the minimum. Give them a backward. window. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So definitely. Cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like we wrote through all the questions. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on and being part of the twentieth episode. Thank you for having us. To um, like have my girls that I work with every day on here because I think we like spend the most time together. So um, yeah. yeah, I really appreciate having you guys on. Yeah. And it's so fun. Yeah. I hope everyone so enjoyed. <laughs> that was great. Yay! Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at heatherdk underscore. Until next time, sending love and light your way. listeners, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Vintage shopping can be stress-free. No more sorting through smelly boxes or trying to find the diamonds in the rough at Goodwill. Maisie Dotes Co. is so easy. That's Maisie, Daisy with an M, Dotes, Goats with a D. They have everything vintage, uniquely curated, with every era in mind. Whether you're a fan of 1920s art deco or an established mid-century modern enthusiast, Chic lives at Maisie Dotes and Chic can come home with you. Just go to the Maisie Dotes Instagram page. That's 
Maisie, Daisy with an M, Dotes, Goats with a D on Instagram to discover this season's selections. And the best part is if you mention this ad, you will get 10% off your order. Thanks for listening.